The Department of Employment and Labour has embarked on a three-day mega-inspection in the Western Cape that has revealed low compliance levels, particularly in the hospitality sector. The Western, Cape's provinces, or Western Cape Province's Inspection and Enforcement Services branch launched the initiative targeting that sector specifically. The inspections were concentrated in the metropole area of Cape Town, the coastline, the Cape Winelands and the Overberg regions. To talk to on this now, we are joined on the line by the Deputy Director General at the Department of Employment and Labour. DDG, good morning and welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Any idea why uh, you, you guys started with this uh, inspection drive in the Western Cape? As a matter of fact, we didn't start in the Western Cape. Our program started last year. We did um, the Eastern Cape uh, in the last week of November. We were focusing on the road, fight and logistics uh, sector in that, in that province. So, and actually, just as a matter of Building up um, the momentum. Mm. In the same week, we also started with a mini blitz in the Western Cape still last year in November and targeting the hospitality um, sector. So you noticed that for different provinces, we are going to be targeting okay. uh, different sectors based on dynamics, which is clearly not the same. Now, I want to get stuck into what you have found, but let's just deal with the last of the criticism because it, it's followed hot on the heels of what the, the EFF did in Johannesburg at places like the Mall of Africa a couple of weeks yes. ago. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and people are now questioning the timing of this one in the Western Cape. Just, just a response to that, please. It was on schedule. It was as a response to what happened in the Mall of Africa, like I indicated. Hmm. We started with a pre bleed in the same sector last year in November in the Western Cape. So it was on schedule. Like, for instance, in, in, uh, in the week of the 7th of Feb, mm. we started in KZN. So we've always conducted police inspections. Uh, they've always been part of the work that we do, and um, we've used that approach um, to maximize on our resources okay. to coordinate, bring in other relevant departments, and uh, just amplify uh, the whole issue of compliance. Now, explain to me what you found in the hospitality sector in the Western Cape and, and, and maybe just headline some of the, the, the main areas of non-compliance. Sure. We actually blitz that area. Uh, you've mentioned some of the areas for five days um, last week. And you find that on a particular day, uh, your findings are going to fluctuate in terms of compliance levels, but on average, I would say that the compliance or non-compliance is around, uh, it fluctuates between 45 to 70%, depending on the area. So on average, you are talking non-compliance levels of around just over 50% or even less, depending on which area you're looking at. We are still to finalize the report because we finished yesterday late. So we still to finalize the report so that we give exact statistics in terms of non-compliance. The area of non-compliance are in the space of the national minimum wage. You'll find that some uh, few of the workplaces are not paying what they're supposed to pay. However, I must say that the majority are paying. Uh-huh. You know that the current national minimum wage is doing 169 per hour. And then we also found that some of them are not registered, um, or rather not registering their employees with the um, unemployment insurance fund, and are not declaring them as they should. 
We've also found areas of non-compliance with educational health and safety, uh, particularly the absence of risk assessments. And um, once that is not in place, then it questions the whole uh, system with regards to okay. educational health and safety in a particular workplace. DDG. So these are some of the findings that we, we came across. No, it will take time. You will put your report together. But what are the most dire consequences facing those employers? You know, uh, you and I will know that this sector was heavily hit by COVID-19. So they, they were the, the, the last sector really to come into play in terms of bringing in um, the, or rather just starting business. And some of it is picking up. There are areas that are still slow. We have found that um, in almost all of them, we are not operating at a at a level at which they were operating mm. prior COVID, and uh, this will talk to just the level of business and also uh, the inability to bring in uh, uh, every employee that was there prior to the pandemic, and uh, some of them have actually reduced the working hours of the um, sure. um, their people, which is within law, because if conditions are, are such that, particularly economic conditions are such that you, you are unable to maintain a full workforce, then you can look at various other measures that okay. you would bring in, you know, so that you don't, you don't lay off people at the end of the day. Final question. And, and I'm glad to see that there's a level of understanding for what businesses have been through in, in the last mm. 18, 18 to 24 months. But final mm. question, and, and this pertains to what the EFF was trying to do a couple of weeks mm. ago. And, and the conversation that would be had is that when you look at certain sectors in South Africa, foreign mm. nationals are taking up spaces that should be taken up by South Africans because they're willing to work for less than minimum wage. Just clarify for us, if you are a foreign national in South Africa, legally here by virtue of the documents that get you within the borders of South Africa, surely the rules apply to those individuals as much as they do to South African citizens as far as minimum wage is concerned. Correct. As simple as that. laws apply 100%. As a matter of fact, even if you're not legal in the country, but as long as you're working... Hmm. We can prove that you've got there is a relationship of employer employee that is in existence. So regardless of the status of your legality as a foreign worker, you will enjoy the full protection of our laws um, in keeping with the constitution, particularly the Bill of Rights. I'm going to end it there. I thank you so much for the clarification and uh, we're looking forward to see what comes of uh, the rest of your blitz inspections around the country. That was DDG, Deputy Director General at the Department of Employment and Labour, Aggie Moelwa.